I think we're pretty close to getting ready for this shit now. Did you record? Oh, look at that. It's recording. We look got, three, we got three watchers. Big G, Big G. It's recording. See, oh, I did it. I'm so proud of you. I did it. I'm so proud. I did it, guys. Danny. So Danny. proud of you. Danny. 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 Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, Danny Oakstead, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts, I and Matt. Over there, we got Danny. What's up? Who loves to lose and take a lot of extra drinks. You guys, you guys make me. It's against my will. I don't see us forcing it down your throat there, buddy. Yeah, well. Giggity. That other sed- uh, seductive voice that you hear is none other than Big G. What's up? The the friendliest of Big G's ever. I'm going to state here real quick that he decided to be a, I don't know, pleasant, I guess. A nice co-host person being thing and got danny and i some and himself as well some can koozies that are laser etched with our logo on them that can put in a a, a, a plethora of different drinks whether it be a slim 12 ounce can a 12 ounce bottle a 16 ounce can or a 12 ounce can and i'm pretty sure there's a lot more else that you could probably can also do what is it oh danny's reading the box i was about to say i can do like the I think like the Coors Banquet ones too. Oh, can it? I think the, so. The 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 stubbies, the, the stubby, stubby bottles. bottles. Yeah. Or it can just be a tumbler. It can be a tumbler, tumbler as well. Too? Oh, I have lids for you guys for the tumbler side of things. Oh, there's lids for this shit too. Yeah, yeah. it can become a tumbler. God damn. So yeah, it has a straw. Tis dope. Oh, I didn't get the straws. I oh. just got the the lids. That's were fine. Free. The lids were free. Yes. So, uh, Big G, badass of the month, for sure. Okay. Uh, introductions done. Finally. Now, thank you to each and every one of you that's taking your sweet time to listen to us ramble on about magic nonsense and stuff this week. And boy, do we got some magic nonsense to ramble on about. So, big thank you. Pat yourselves on the back for being here or for taking the plunge to want to listen to us if you haven't listened to us before. If you haven't listened to us before, hello. So, we begin our episodes always by thanking you. But we also like to thank our lovely patrons who support this podcast by, you know, monetarily funding this because they think that we're worth it. You know, like, yeah, baby, I'm worth it. Let's get going, Back on track. So a uh, big thank you to Wade97, Chapman, Amu the Fox, Colin, Noah, Slade, Third String Chapman, Nikki, No Modifier, Steve, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, and KCB. Thank you to each and every one of you for being some badass motherfuckers. It's greatly appreciated. And if you want to be a badass motherfucker uh, and become part of our Patreon, uh, support us, you get some perks for that. We got uh, a $3 tier where you get put in for monthly drawings of booster packs. And I've come up with the idea of what September's booster packs are going to be. Oh. They're going to be Strixhaven set boosters because it's the return of school. 
So why not use the school? <laughs> yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Dad yeah. jokes. It's not even a dad joke. It's just thematically well, good. We all have kids going to school. Big G is a teacher going back to school. Yeah, I'm a kid going back to school. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen we haven't seen his office yet. I'll show you guys later. I'd love to see a picture and then we can all be like, yes, he's indeed a kid going to school. He just wears a tie instead of, you know. Oh, my kid stuff is in the classroom, not my office. Actually, some of my Is that stuff. separate? Yeah, I have, I have a, an uh, office now with some of the other teachers. Whoa. And then I have my classroom that I share. I actually have two classrooms I share. But Moving on up. That's pretty dope. Right? Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's at the $3 tier. Next month is going to be a drawing for Strixhaven packs. And then we have a $10 tier that gets you put in for drawings for commander cards that are valued between 15 and 20 dollars they happen the first weekend the drawings happen the first weekend on the month typically in a super secret live stream to the patrons only that i give you a link directly to oh yeah 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 but if you don't want to support us over on patreon you can also support us by buying some play mats we have uh only a handful left on hand here of our playmats they're selling for 20 bucks it's of our logo banner thing it looks pretty badass we're selling them for 20 bucks just hit us up on any of the social media platforms that you want be like yo we want a playmat and we'll be like yo we'll give you that playmat and we'll send them anywhere we've sent them to california canada texas fucking germany and all this we'll send them anywhere we want to make sure people have these and on top of that we're uh we're gonna be slowly working to getting a new round of playmats here maybe so stick tuned for that if you don't want to hit us up for these playmats you can also check out our amazing sponsor jade sports cards and gaming who have our playmats for sale on their shelves mm. and uh, they are also for 20 bucks you pay sales tax on that there but yeah go check them out and speaking of jade sports cards and gaming let's hear an ad from them now J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening. J-Dubs has it all, Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, we move to the breakdown where I'm going to lay out how this episode's going to go for all y'all, and you can decide if you want to stick around or not. Starting off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk with Big G, where he's going to give us a salt and sugar mm. reports, and then we're going to talk about the Mana E Mana event that happened, and then we got a couple upcoming events, SEG Con Baltimore, and what is this? A no modifier event again? <gasps> Stick tuned. Danny has a blog. I thought I thought he had a blog talk. No, we're doing the teaser. Yeah, the, that's the teaser. Is that okay. the blog talk? Well, is that in the blog talk or is that going to be in the news? Either but, way, we're talking we're talking about a blog talk that is news. Yes. yes. The, the Mark Rosewater uh, Dominary United teaser just came out. Today, Usually, when those teasers come out, I don't have blog talk because that is the blog talk. Okay, just making sure. I know we talked that's, about it, but I, don't see, but, I, but I don't see the link there, so that's what I was asking. Oh, dear God. Yes. <laughs> 
From there, we're going to talk about Magic 30 details, and oh boy, are there a lot of Magic 30 details. From there, we're going to talk about Igniting the Spark documentary going on. Artist Brian Snowdy is coming to Paradox Cards and Comics. MTG Spellslingers is now a thing, and we're we'll reminded you about Wizards Presents coming up. From there, we're going to move to the Conjured Currency section, where we talk about magic prices, because we love that shit. From there, seeing how time goes, maybe we'll have a Thoughtcast, then we'll end the podcast, and y'all could be done with us for a week. Until next week. All right, so, Boggle Desk, here we go. Salt and Sugar Report, uh, Salt Report, I've got nothing. Um, mostly just because I... I was at a bachelor party this weekend and didn't get a chance to play any magic, so nothing to be salty about. But my sugar report, right before I left for the festivities of the bachelor party this said weekend, I was graced with the UPS presence of my secret lairs that I haven't (sighs) opened a single fucking one yet. I mean... To those listening to the podcast for, I don't know, has it been like a month and a half that you've been bitching about this? Where it's like, the updates come. And then like in the last like two, three weeks, everyone else has been getting oh, yours. Yeah. And that's it just like, put you dumb. even more on tilt because of that. Well, because I'm pretty sure like, <laughs> I the one I think that I'm most pissed off about is the fact that Christian got his <laughs> before I did. Over in Germany. Uh, but so there is that. Um, I'll... You know, I'll, I'll maybe open up a few. I know I got a few that are going to be set aside for giveaway purposes, and maybe a few that are just set aside for collecting value purposes. Oh shit! Have you hit up Mark then about that one coming in? Was no, this- I I literally haven't had uh, haven't had a thought about that. So I just I'll shoot him a message here when I'm done talking. Dope. So, because um, that, that was this one, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 All right, so we've got the Mana v. Mana event, or Mana e Mana. It was the whatnot contestant that get, got to go up against Post Malone thanks to the whatnot giveaway um, where they broke whatnot because so many people showed up. And guess what? He won the t- 100K because he defeated Post Malone in a best of three match. So... If you were paying attention, unfortunately, I was busy doing some other stuff that night, so I was not able to sit and watch the live stream at all, but they got to do a a three-game showdown, and Tellurian Community College, so the professor was there, the guys from Game Nights, Jimmy and Josh were there, so many other people were there just watching this. Brian Kibler, Olivia Goddard. Olivia was there. Um, and- and then Ashlyn the, Rose, the rest yep. of the like the uh, the command zone cast the best was there. Yep. Uh, there was Cassius Marsh. Yeah, yep. basically, just think any any big names you know in the social media sphere of Magic the Gathering. There is a very good chance they were there, watching, participating, laughing at Posty. <laughs> I watched some of the clips and just seeing them go, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> I, I watched the whole thing. I stayed up till whenever I got done at like what it was fucking eleven or thirty or whatever. It was it was pretty dope. Yeah. A um, couple couple things during the live stream. Uh, there after the first game, there was a potty break, and uh, <laughs> Jimmy Wong's microphone didn't get turned off, so you got to hear him leak, and it was kind of a chuckle there. Later on, as everyone else needed to do potty breaks, they commented just like, "Hey, make sure to unplug your microphone." 
And I'm like, eh, <laughs> because toilet humor is funny to me because I'm hey, a child. Dude, those kind of things that happen <laughs> with live events like this where it's like, oh, man, I got to go take a leak. And you just, you are in such the zone of like, holy shit, I got to go take a leak. You forget to do, like anyone, it's happened to so many celebrities of just, mm-hmm. I forgot to sh- turn off my mic and just random shit. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's like, oh, oh, fuck. What's going on here? What? Why? Oh, oh, that was dark. Like, and then you get the just like, oh, motherfucker left his mic on again. God damn it. Yep. Hit, hitting that fucking uh, yellow waterfall, hit the porcelain. Grade A, grade A content right there. But no, the the whole event was pretty good. Uh, the first game was pretty fun. To uh, Posty slapped dicks with the Euro deck that he was playing. Yeah. Simic Good Stuff, apparently, I don't know if you guys heard of this, but Simic Good Stuff apparently is kind of a good deck. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, I, mean, it's, I mean, I guess it's okay. <laughs> I guess it's okay. Let's, let's just say it put me to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but let's kind of, let's go through this. We've got a lot of news to cover, so I'm just going to kind of touch on some of the stuff that happened in the event. So like we said, it was a best of three. So obviously, Posty won the first one with his Euro deck. And then, okay, so here here's the other part for you guys, too. So, Post Malone made his uh, Tishiro, the Shattered Blade deck. And then Jimmy Wong made a Magda Brazen, Brazen Outlaw deck. That was piloted by Kyle. Yep. And then Josh Lee Kwai made his Erethos God of Passage deck, which that one was a Kyle one, too, wasn't it? No, that was piloted that was, by Posty. That was Posty. Yep, those are the two that went against each other. And then Ashlyn Rose, uh, this one I'm not even surprised that I saw it. Uh, Kozlek the Great Distortion, I've seen her kick some serious ass with this on game nights, which was fun. Piloted by Posty, the third game. Because second game, Kyle won with Magda Brazen Outlaw. And then Jacob Bert Bert Rand, uh, Man After My Own Heart, made a coma. Cosmos Serpent deck, which this one was a Kyle one, wasn't it? Or yeah, this was the other. This was the Kyle one. But so those were the decks that were made. Um, we've in the link that we'll provide oh, wait, for shit. you. Hold on, hold on. I think uh, Coma was getting played when uh, uh, I think Post played Coma as Kyle played Magda, but I know Post played uh, Post played Kozilek the Great Distortion. I think. That's when Kyle played Athreos, and Athreos was the final deck that won. Okay. Um, but we, if you want to look at these full deck lists below, um, we will provide the link for you. The whole event was pretty fun, I thought. We got uh, Wade in the chat saying that it wasn't that great of a viewing experience because it was only on Whatnot. It wasn't streamed anywhere else. So. And, and that part, I think, was like, obviously, this was a Whatnot thing, so it was, it was going to be mostly on there. Maybe there will be a recording of it later that will go up somewhere on YouTube. But Oh, yeah. All right, now let's talk about the bigger upcoming event we got coming on this weekend, the 19th through the 21st, SEG Con Baltimore. And like we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, they've got a plethora of events for you. So just to kind of go over some of these some of these events that are happening for you. So you've got a team constructed trial. You've got to actually got a couple of them throughout the weekend. You've got commander games that will be going off. And let's see this. Which part are you looking at? The uh, the Battle Hardened Blitz. I feel like that. Uh, yep, Flesh and Blood. That's why I was confused. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there, there are going to be some flesh and blood events, um, but then you will have a flesh and blood skirmish, a blitz event, another one of those modern 5K trial, pioneer 5K trial, and a legacy 5K trial. All of those are happening on Sunday. So if you're going there for one of those trials to try to win up to a certain amount, you got to pick one or the other, it seems like. Otherwise, you know, you play the first round of the modern one. You're not doing so hot. You jump over to the legacy and hope for better times. But they do have like a commander celebration package, which covers a lot of your commander needs that you want to get into. And that one is going to cost you 80 bucks plus some taxes. They do have quite a few spots open for this one. And that starts off at 11 a.m. on Friday. So um, if you would like to look at more info because you are going, you've got to try to figure out what package you're going to go for. Go to the link below. And then in our Discord, no modifiers added again. He wants to get us a arena league going again. So starting September 9th until September 23rd or the 30th, depending on participation, we're gonna we're currently trying to figure out what format it's gonna be. And right now, I believe Explorer is in the top seed for what people are wanting to do. So if you're wanting for something better and you want to be on Danny's side of this eye roll, make sure to head on over to our Discord. Jump into the Arena Chat channel and cast your vote on Nomad's posting that he made. Uh, once we get the details solidified for that here in the next few weeks with no modifier, we will get those out to you so you know what's going on. Dude, I'm excited. I got, uh, 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 maybe I'll spoil it now. Got a Crooks deck I've been working on. Just Rakdos mid rangey shit for Explorer. So, yeah. Not going to do well, I know that, but boy, howdy, am I going to enjoy myself. I'll have to build one quick, (laughs) so I can't make any promises of what it'll be and what it'll look like. So, Danny, you going to do your Ajani life gain stuff? I don't know yet. Well, I got to start thinking about it. I haven't even touched Arena since our last league. Time to update. You got a lot of updating, so time to update. Maybe. It's no maybes about it, sirs. It's maybe. But anyway. Moving on all from the upcoming events, we have some more upcoming news for our next set, Dominary United. Hold on, hold on before we got Nomad in the chat saying that for the events he's give that we're giving away uh Dominary United packs and arena codes. Hey, there we go. So spicy stuff. And of course, we got packs from last time for the um oh, yeah. Streets of New Capenna that are still up for grabs. <laughs> That will be distributed as well for this event. And uh, there's Kelheim. Uh, there's Zendikar. I think you tossed in a Modern Horizons 2 pack in there, didn't you, Big G? In I think that I pile. did, yeah. Yeah, so there's some like spicy shit in there, too. And we'll add some more stuff. So There's packs. So anyway, back on topic, um, or back to my section. As always, we are doing Morrow's Dominary United teaser. I really just... This is Mario's teaser for the next set, which happens to be Dominary United. Uh, spoilers, official spoilers come out on the 18th, I believe. It's when it starts with the Wizards Presents after the event. Yep. That's when previews kick off. Yep. I know there's been a, like there's one unofficial spoiler that's happened. But anyways, before the previews of Dominary United officially begin, I thought it'd be fun to do another My Duelist style teasers. But to give tiny hints of things to come, no, I'm only giving you partial information. 
So, first up, um, here are some things you can expect. First up, we have a new evergreen counter. Ward counters. No. Yeah, buddy. I have no idea. A popular Planeswalker card gets a reprint. So, people were speculating online, saying, are they really going to print Teferi Hero of Dominaria? <laughs> oh, my God. So, that's five, that's five mana Teferi for those <laughs> and stuff. So, it's the Jesus. Uh, untap two lands at the beginning of your next step draw card or whatever. But is this him, is this him saying it's getting like a full-blown, it's the same card reprint? Or is a character just getting a new reprint? Getting a new card. A new version? I think it would be referred to as a new version of a popular Planeswalker, but this is a reprint. So maybe. I guess we'll find out. We're going to find out. Maybe. Or Karn. Yeah, get. Oh, what if they do seven mana Karn in standard? And then it's in Pioneer? (laughs) Oh, so bitch. Karn liberated. No, that's. There's no way in hell that they're going to do that because that's too fucking monkey. uh, It's wizards. They. Don't think before they print. I feel this one is definitely one that they wouldn't do. Clearly, they don't think before they print. All right, go to the next. <gasps> hold go on, to the hold next. On. Go, no, go to the next one. That's going to make Matt next happy. Spencer, a blue card with destroy all creatures. To that, I say people are like, "Oh my god, it's a mono blue board wipe." Fucking supreme verdict is a blue, and it's just like one of those. But it's like, blue and white. Yeah. What if they do blue and black and stuff? But this just says a, a blue card. With destroy all creatures on it, so it could be a blue and black card, a blue and white card, a blue and I mean blue and green. Card, all green right, green next one. Stuff, so anyway, supreme verdict kind of a thing. five mana value creature that can be a ten ten. I don't know. I got nothing on that. What do you got? Like Thrasta storm stuff. Like maybe it's going to be a goofy storm card. No, I'd go with it. It's a five ping of one color. Or like, it's or like it's green, 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 green. Like the they've um, done that already. Yeah, what's that? I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think it's that. It's going to be to save. Could be a four. It, oh. it could be a four and a color. You just have to meet a certain criteria to get it to a ten ten. It does say that can be a ten ten. Is this where domain comes back? Oh, for maybe. each color you pay, it get it comes in as a two I, two. If I'm not mistaken, maybe. I think uh, that's going to be a thing down here more. Yeah. All anyway, right. uh, three original Weatherlight crew members are in the set. Which I think we kind of we kind of figured that Karn's in there, and he's original. Yep. Um, Squee is Squee going to be back? Are we going to get a new Cisse? Uh, that's another Didn't one. Didn't Cisse wasn't she dead? I don't she, know. She was because I think she's older. nobody. Nobody knows what the hell's going on. There's so much time travel shenanigans happening within Magic ever since fucking Fate Reforged. Okay, fair. this is Dominaria. A little side note as well. They got their fifth chapter of the Dominaria United story going on right now. I'm waiting I'm, for all the chapters to be done, and I'm going to go to the channel that I found that has the audio so I can just listen to it while I'm doing some work. Is it anyway? Not either. Hub. There's, there's, it's whatever one I sent you that's uh, on YouTube. Yeah, okay. We are getting an ability where the didn't start as an ability word returns. There's your domain right there. That's what people are speculating as yeah. domain. All right, all right. A rare cycle of plus one, plus one granting lords. People are hyped for this. Uh, I saw people talking that, uh, are we going to get a, uh, not Master of the Prudal Trident was the other one, the other merfolk. 
Lord blue. of Atlantis. It's blue. I don't play it. They got like Lord of Atlantis. So they're going to do like a merfolk. They're going to do a goblin. They're going to do an elf lord, all in rare and stuff. Uh, uh, I don't know. Blackbeast skulls. So it's the new tribe, zombies. tribe leaders. White would be, oh, yeah. Black would be zombies. White would be humans then. So there, that that's that's our guess here. Not confirmed, but our guess. All right. Oh, next one. Uh, we have a card that grants poison. Fuck poison. Why would they bring it back? Oh, so right. Anyway, so we have a new artifact with Lotus in the name. Okay, I want to state right here, right now, when that card gets out, if it is already pre-selling at $20 plus, be patient. It's going to go down. It's that's, gonna... that's what you said about the Jeweled Lotus when that, that was printed. That, that one, I will say, is a little different. It's in an Eternal format set but it, where this will be a standard set. Danny, this, this be... So just hear me on. I pulled one foil non non full art. Him and JB sell it. It's gonna tank immediately. Where is it at now? Like, you you, you can find them for eighty bucks. Mine's worth two hundred dollars. Was it a foil? It's a foil. Extended arts? No, just okay. a foil non extended arts. Two hundred dollars. Okay, there you go. Foil. It's never reached. It never went down. Never. The the normal ones are going down. You can find the them, foil never went down. You can find them on TCG Player for like. 70 something bucks or something that's like that. That's still more than what they initially were. No, I'm pretty sure they were starting no, at like that price. Initial were about, all of them were sitting at about 100 because Commander oh, well, Legends. But foil. Had either, this, either way. Yeah. Don't, don't listen to Matt. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The fact that you're here listening to me, turn off the podcast, be done. Exactly. I'm, here, I'm fucking Just up. Just leave. <laughs> Get out of so here. Be surprised he actually hit record tonight. All right. <laughs> give us the last. A little bit. Uh, so the last of it is a character player that has been requ- been requesting. Um, a character players have been requesting get a card for years. Finally gets one. I don't know the story well enough, but imagine it's like one of those super popular characters that just been in flavor text or something like that, or maybe just like art depicted of it in some of previous cards. Maybe who knows? Hey, Barra. We got Barra in the chat. What's up, Barra? Next, here are some rules text that are showing up on some cards. As long, first up, we go to as long as an enchanted creature is legendary. Okay, that's going to be easy. That's kind of a thing where it's like as long as it's legendary, do X, which could be draw a card, get plus X plus X. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, black blade kind of a thing where it's like uh, if it's black blade, well, black blade the equip cost is cheaper, but but this is going to be a case. It's like you enchant the creature, gets plus two plus two, but if it's legendary, gets plus five plus five. You done, kind sir? Yes. Good. Uh, you may exile an instant or sorcery card with mana value X or less among them. Or from among them. I'm assuming it's going to be like a counter spell, kind of I'm like. I'm going a, red card. I'm like, going red. Well, it, feel, it feels like exile an instant or sorcery card with mana value X. Uh, yeah, yeah. Going maybe. red. Okay. That yeah, is, I'm, I'm, that I, is I could red. Be, I could be with you on red. Uh-huh. XL each non-land permanent with man value two or less. If that's in a reasonable converted mana cost, that could be White. a fucking like modern legacy powerhouse of a card. White. Oh yeah, easily it's going to be in the white. Like there's going to be white involved somewhere. Uh, next up we have enchantment creatures you control have. Oh, dope! We're getting enchantment creatures back in this set. I guess that kind of confirms it, right? 
Yes. Enchantment creatures. So we're getting enchantment creatures. If X is three or <gasps> less. Oh, hold on, hold on. So no. enchantment creatures. So this is, does this confirm that sagas are still flipping over into creatures on the other side? Because sagas is a thing in Dominaria. Don't know. And who knows? On the back end, who knows? they're creatures. Who knows? Just wait for spoilers there, who sir. We gotta make our fucking knows? guesses, don't we? Isn't that the entertainment? portion no. of this podcast no, no the entertainment portion is seeing how much you can push danny to killing you or just doing kind of just a shutdown. leaving he hasn't done it yet i think we're good uh for each opponent who doesn't that player loses two life and you draw a card that's sacrifice. a command card i'm gonna i'm gonna guess yeah, it's, a, it's a card meant for commander it's a black yep. card it's yep. gonna be black uh, instance or sorcery card with value ma- mana value one or two. Copy. Copy <gasps> instant or sorcery with mana value one or two. That would be fucking fire. Pay any amount of mana. That's going to be a big fucking spell. Vehicles you control have crew one. Ooh. Vehicle commander decks. Or where, just vehicle decks in general. Where X is the number of legendary creatures you control. Maybe maybe that's like the Sissé thing there. Maybe. And for everyone's favorite part of this teaser, we go to the new creature types, or some creature type lines that are in the set. First up, we have Dryad Warrior, Frexian Horse, Metallic Nay, Elf Archer, in, in red. red. In red. Oh, they fucking emphasize that part. In red. Oh, well, I mean, what this could be green-red elf, not just like a mono-red elf, right? I think it's fair to say green-red. Lurgoyf. Lurgoyf. People, I saw this one. People are like, are we getting Tarmogoyf in standard? No, we're not getting fucking Tarmogoyf in standard. Calm down, folks. If we do, I'll eat crow, but there's not going to be a Tarmogoyf. Fucking Big G looks like he's going to say, want to make a bet? <laughs> No, I'm not as certain on this one. Yeah, that's anyway, what I thought. Moving on. Human Core Soldier. Next up, we have Legendary Creature Elemental Demon. Legendary Creature Frog Beast. Frog! Legendary Creature Elf Artifactor. Artificer. Whatever. Legendary Creature uh, Vicio, uh, Vicio Warlord. Warlock, what the fuck you doing over there? I'm excited for the last one. Say the last one. Say the last one. Say the last one. We get a legendary creature, Merfolk Wizard. You're missing a part. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. What what part is that, Matt? Frexian. It's a Frexian Merfolk Wizard. It has two of my favorite fucking fucking creature types. Frexian and Merfolk? Yes. No. Fucking Frexian and Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so again, like I said, August 15th will be the exciting day for Magic fans. Tune in to the official Magic... YouTube channel or twitch.tv backslash magic at 9 a.m. to watch Wizards Presents, uh, where you'll learn about the exciting releases and announcements both Magic and DD have in store for fans in 2023, followed by Dominaria's debut day and preview stream. Yes, Barra and Merfolk are cool. They're just not as high as like Phyrexians and Wizards in my book. No knock against uh, fucking Merfolk, because that's a deck that's actually legit. I don't know. More times than not. It's a better deck than Wizards. It's a better deck than Phyrexians, where it's more cohesive. All right. Are you interested in attending the huge Magic 30 event in Las Vegas, October 28th to the 30th at Expo at World Market Center? 
Well, all the details of the event have gotten announced last week, and among them with ticket prices. We will go over a bit of everything in this announcement for you, but if you want to get to the full article and read all of the details that maybe we glossed over just a little bit and you're looking to find just something a little bit more, well, head on over to the Mothership and find the article about the Magic 30 event details in Las Vegas. But first things first, ticket prices and packages. Here we go. There is a single day package and a whole weekend package coming in different price ranges and goodies to go along with them. First off is the single day package, Emerald Package. This one's starting off at $60, and you can select Friday, Saturday, or Sunday entry that comes with a badge and a lanyard. Event promo cards of Richard Garfield, PhD, with 30 years stamped and foil etched arcane signet, plus a mystery booster and a Dominary United Collector Booster. There is also a Kids Emerald Package at $20 with the same badge and bundle and promo cards, but instead of packs, they get a two-player starter deck. I didn't see specifically if they said it was the convention mystery boosters or the retail. I missed out on that part from looking in there. So You get a mystery booster. It's a mystery booster. Moving along to the full weekend packages, starting with the Sapphire package, coming in at $160. You get a weekend badge and lanyard, plus the same promos of the stamp Richard Garfield PhD and foil etched arcane signet. You get a single mystery booster and two Dominary United collector boosters and an exclusive Magic 30 playmat. There is a Kid Sapphire package going for 50 bucks that gets the lanyard badge combo, both event promos, the two-player starter deck, but they will get two Dominary United collector boosters as well. Ugh. Sorry, answering a time-sensitive text from the wife. Now you get All right, now on to the luxury packages. Starting off with the Pearl VIP going for $350. What could you get for that amount? Well, I could tell you this much. It won't get a reach around in a blowjob from a Wade 97. I can tell you that much. Well, like I said, it's none of that. But I can tell you what the article says. The weekend, you will get a weekend badge and lanyard. One of those stamped Garfield PhD cards. Four foil etched arcane signets. Two mystery boosters. Three dominary collector boosters. Plus two Modern Horizons 2 draft boosters. Plus an exclusive Magic 30 playmat, deck box, and sleeves. An exclusive Unfinity VIP event with Mark Rosewater, a Magic 30 pin, 10% off event, event exclusive merch, and an MTG drawstring bag. Now, for the sad news about this package. Y'all missed out. Oh, fuck off, Matt. <laughs> Come on. Nope. Come on. Early birds got nope. the worm on this nope. one because you nope. know what? Go back. The packages were sold Go out. Back. They were sold out <laughs> the day that the event went live. Go back. I ain't fucking going back. Say the words. I am not it's saying. Two words. Three words. Are they uh, even words, sir? Yeah, words. Get good, scrub. Woo! We need to stop letting him write the script. I almost fixed it. I was like, what the fuck's this say? Then I had to read in Matt's like, wordage. He's like, oh, okay. We, like, 
Some days, man. Come on. Some come days. On. I put an effort into this. You see how long? There's 10 fucking <laughs> bullet points on this shit. You're going to read what I fucking <laughs> typed. The last time we did this, the title of the episode was G stands for gangsta. <laughs> I'm glad that you remembered that. Because <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. So anyways. <laughs> don't fret not, dear listener. <laughs> Should I just do the night tone for this tonight? <laughs> there are many more fancy packages for you to purchase at even fancier prices. Well, this next one is the same price as the Pearl, but the comment still stands. This next package is called the Ruby VIP Commander Package, coming in at the price take of $350. You get this weekend badge and lanyard, or badge slash lanyard, Rich, Richard Garfield PhD promo, two edge foil arcane signets, two promo signet, uh, promos soul war, uh, rings in traditional foil, three Commander Legends draft packs, two Modern Horizons draft packs, the exclusive Commander playmat deck box and sleeves, the sweet pin, and 10% off event exclusive merch, plus full command zone access all weekend and one Commander on-demand event. There are still some tickets for this um, at the time of recording, so if you're watching live, check out. Otherwise, you might be gone or miss it. Might be out. I don't know. Matt, take it away. Oh, it's Garrett. Yeah, Never it's mind. Scared. Yeah, he doesn't know how to go in order. It's in order. It It's in an order. It's All right, y'all ready for the most baller ticket package uh, for the Magic 30 event? Well, get ready to hear about the Black Lotus... VIP coming in a whopping $700. As expected, you will receive a weekend badge lanyard, a Richard Garfield PhD promo, four etched arcane signets, two mystery boosters, nope. three Dominary United collector's boosters, two, three Commander Legends draft packs, two Modern Horizons draft packs, and four traditional foil soul rings. Then the exclusive Magic 30 playmat deck box and sleeves and commander playmat plus the event secret lair called little geary more on that in a minute a jesus fuck a timbuktu planeswalker backpack one commander on demand event 10% off merch and that exclusive infinity event on friday with mark rosewater Command Zone All Access Complimentary Entry into One Crimson Anniversary Night Party and Access to the VIP Lounge. But wait, I I am being told y'all are slower than molasses. Run to on White Butte during the annual spring snowstorm because this one is also sold out. Get wrecked. You say it right. Get wrecked. The Crimson no, Party not. is an add-on that can only be added onto any of the others. Matt, you want to read your section now? <laughs> you fucking jumped the gun there, man. It's in blue. I have it color-coordinated. Yeah, that's why I was just trying to get you back on track. <laughs> that Crimson Party is an add-on that can be added onto any of the previous packages, and it is a 21-plus event that will be taking place at 8 p.m. to midnight of the 29th of October, the Saturday. It will be a dance party with Edgar and Olivia, it seems like. 
But some of the other events that are happening during this will be a games game night live event Friday from two to seven. This will be in the style of a fight night boxing event, and there will be an undercard fight to warm up the crowd. The celebrities for the main event are to be determined. The other events happening that Saturday are a state of tabletop magic with Studio X, which is magic R&D for those that didn't know, from 11 to noon, where they will talk about their vision and the future of the game. Richard Garfield will be showing up in the pixelated flesh for a virtual conversation between 12.30 and 1.30 p.m. about the game he created and stuff along those lines. Mark Rosewater is holding an Infinity panel from 2 to 3 p.m. where he tells stories of unsets and how Infinity came about. At 3.30 to 4.30, there will be an art panel with the art directors and artists going over the evolution of magic in the past 30 years. Then, there will be a cosplay contest that goes down at 5 p.m. A bunch of details to make sure to get entered in and uh, specifically like how to like register for the cosplay contest. All that information will be down in the doobly-doo. In Matt's words, holy fuck, there's a lot of shit well, happening. Well, you said it wrong. You said it wrong. No. Yep. It's in Matt's words. No, it also, is in Matt's words. Also, you've also, got to read the fine print. Holy fuck, there's a lot of shit happening. Thank All right, you. now go on. Matt, no, there's a lot of shit to have up to summarize. There's a lot of type up here. I just want to emphasize that I typed it up, made it beautiful. You did. It's beautifully colored. All right. And beautifully typed. Danny, go ahead. Beautifully typed. Sunday has a Brothers War preview panel going down at 10.30. Mark Rosewater, Mark Rosewater free for all panel at noon. A Red Act lore panel Redacted. happening. Whatever. Happening at 1.30. Finally, a Commander Rules Committee and a CAG panel at 3. Sears. Sears. Just check out the calendar for all the shit that's going down. There is a butt ton of magic play. I was going to say button. <laughs> There's a button of magic play events going on, ranging from commander to throwback events, and the headlining event of the Magic 30 Championships that will be led to a beta um, beta Rochester draft. Quote from the article, there will be four opportunities to qualify for the championships. The top eight from each qualifier will earn entry into the championship, a brutal 32-person single elimination tournament taking place Sunday. Both qualifiers and championship championship will be modern constructed, at least until that top eight beta Rochester draft. The schedule is Friday at 2 p.m. with two qualifiers running at the same time. Saturday at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. each will have a cap of 224 people. Terms and conditions may apply and be posted at each event. I'm reading this as you wrote it. Can I talk about the secret layer you mentioned earlier? Here's my snarky remark. I'm the fucking one that mentioned it earlier. Good job. (laughs) Good job, Matt. (laughs) All right. So this secret layer is the only to be sold at Magic 30 or be a part of that Black Lotus package. Since the Black Lotus package is already sold out, you're going to have to buy it yourselves. So going for $39.99 while supplies last, the drop is called Little Geary Saves the Day. And has five traditional foils of Peak, Greed, Curiosity, Bandle Blast, and Last Chance, all depicting the story of Little Geary, Adventure of Saving a Child. And honestly, I looked at these when they got posted. They're super cool. They're adorable. It's a fucking rice ball with a sword. 
come on, man. It's super cool. Like, if I go to the event, I'm going to try to pick it up, but I still have to figure out if I'm getting there. So. Yeah. yeah. The fucking art is cool. That's the thing that is cool. And, yeah. Boom. On to the next topic, man. Well, uh, number 10. Quickly talk about anything that you guys want to say about Command- er, Magic 30. I left a little bit in there, you know, because... I know one of the things, I guess maybe I'll just say this now to maybe spark a bit of a quick conversation. A lot of people are not fully happy with that first currently way to get into the commander, uh, the commander, the command zone is at the Ruby and Pearl, which Pearl's no longer a thing. The Ruby uh, events where you got to buy these tickets at 350 bucks to gain access to all day command zone access and stuff and people online not too happy about that but here's the thing with that one too you get a lot of swag to it too that honestly the swag is gonna get over 350 especially honestly the richard garfield cards i think even though it's an uncard and it's gonna be more of a collector piece anyway especially with that magic 30 stamp on it there's only going to be a limited number of people that get these cards anyway because you have to go to the event to get it firsthand. But that that's why people are pissed off because with the pricing of this, prices a lot of people out. It doesn't, it doesn't, though. I mean, think about some of these. Some people save for a bigger event kind of oh, like no, this. I, I get that. But, 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 yeah, no, like... I definitely couldn't go, oh, hey, yeah, let me pay for a hotel ticket. Luckily, I have friends that live in Vegas, so I could probably just end up staying with them, honestly. But then, yeah, and then 350 bucks for the event. Yeah, I get it. I could not yep. just drop that right here. and I could, but then I'd be a little You'd be broke. Away. Yeah. I'd be further in credit card debt, but that's a teacher life. Anyway. Um, quick, a quick note, there is information on, like, hotel rooms and stuff yeah. in the magic 30 webpage that we're going to be linking down below if it is something that interests you to like look at what hotels that they suggest to go through there to yeah and stuff like that links down below for that but yes uh my wife brought up a good point to me when i was talking to her about this because you know one one way to help me like she, she's not a franchise in magic at all she just listens to my dumbass talk about it and stuff and she's like a little more I don't know, like down to earth and shit when it comes to talking about it. And I was telling her, it's like, yeah, people are not really happy about a, a 350 price tag. You get all this stuff and like you can get access to other magic events and stuff going on there, but also the command zone, which is what more of the, the, the online people are upset about. And she's like, I imagine they only have a certain number of spaces in this event <laughs> and keeping it at that high of a price just kind of regulates how many people could come in there. And that was kind of an interesting thought to me which i totally agree with that statement but my i not really but but it's those people who are going to be there are those who are on twitch streaming magic so it's all the content creators not, not always I, or or it's the high rollers that have the money to but i'm, I I'm just like, I don't the, think the, it, I don't think this is going to be a, an exclusively high rollers thing. Like I think of Wade and Noah and Dylan and Slade and all those guys. I feel like they would tr- they would save up the m- amount of money they would need to, or figure out a way to go to something like this. Because honestly, if I would go, I'd be going the whole weekend. 
I'd pay well, the three hundred and fifty bucks. You'd have to. Well, and that, but that's the thing too is like, there are going to be those people that if they're going to be like, hey, I'm going, I'm going the whole weekend, and I'm going to be able to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. They're going to play it. Well, yeah, you, well, because in all honesty, three hundred and fifty bucks is not that bad when you think of all the stuff you can do within a weekend and all the stuff you get true. to get to do without even stepping. Well, you have to step in, but all you have to do is get registered and sign in. True. You get a shit ton of stuff. And I tell you what, I have paid $300. I have paid more than 350 bucks for a concert ticket. Actually, 300 bucks. But then you tack on the gas, the food, and the merch, mm-hmm. and all that shit. Yep, yep, yep. I've paid more, more for that. And that was three and a half hours versus, versus a full weekend. Yeah. Mind you, for me, at that time, and honestly, if it, I had to choose between the concert I went to, uh, it was Foo Fighters. Um, and good fucking show, and man. going to Magic oh Thirty, God. I'd choose the band all the time. I'd have I would have a hard time. I I would choose the band. Well, it's legitimately I would have a hard time deciding on this because like it's if it was my first time ever seeing them, yeah, hands down it would be the band. But now that I've already seen them once, it'd be a hard decision. Or if it was Lincoln Park, if Chester Bennington was still alive, again, very hard decision. Less. Where I've already True. seen Lincoln Park at that point or this point. And so it'd be a very hard decision for me, honestly, because like I said, for me going like I'm a teacher, I bartend, I coach, I do all this stuff to make extra money, pay 350 bucks to go play magic all weekend in Vegas with a bunch of like, honestly, with a bunch of people I've never gotten the chance to play with. And then I get some cool swag. I potentially get some awesome stuff out of packs that I pull. I guess I, don't know. I guess I'm just coming from a broke broke parent. <laughs> so so my Three, 350 bucks that's a lot. So it my, is a lot when you think and, about and it. That, and that side. and that's just an entry. That's not including my hotel, my airplane, the my food, food yep. my transportation around. It's like that's oh, no. that's I, like that's a thousand, if not fifteen hundred dollar weekends. Like I don't, I don't, I don't have that kind of money to spend on a weekend. And that's the part where, like, when I would think about it for me, like I said, and I think that's why people are getting pissed off at the high pricing. It's not for the fact that the price is so high for the event. It's the fact that it's so high plus everything else on top of it. But there, there have been other events in Vegas. Oh, I get, yeah, I get but, it, but. We are going through inflation right now. We are. Uh, bring magic into the real world kind of shit yeah. as well. So it's like prices of everything else is moving up. And my my one question I wanted to ask this to like get you guys' thoughts on, uh, I guess it's – I think we're kind of seeing where this, this is going to like wave in the end. But my question is, do you think it's more of a sticker shock reaction that magic players are having to – Magic Thirty command because it only seems like it's the uh, the uh, like to get access to the command zone is what more people are upset about compared it's, to everything else. Is it the sticker shock that is the worst part of it? And then like if everything goes through, it's actually better than what they were expecting. Is it's just like the sticker shock is like a big smack in the face right now. I think it's more of a combination. While sticker shock sticker shock is actually a big part of it, but it's also the limit of numbers of entry we uh, like we don't know how many fucking positions yep. there are like that is one thing that hasn't been clear the ruby vip is still out pearl is sold out black lotus is sold out yep. and those are the two that are sold out but 
the 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 commander one still seems to have a lot going like they haven't they haven't as of tonight of recording at uh 8 40 p.m monday night they still have tickets for their commander stuff but in and it's here's the thing you can share rooms you can there are ways to get around the eating no no i get i get that i've i've been to vegas before pool tournament so i understand the price tag that's well, where that's but, where I'm getting it's like that's a lot of fucking money for a week of magic. You're right. Like the thing is I was I was also in Vegas for a week for pool. Yeah, and this is a weekend where you know what? For for us schmucks with microphones, our gambling is gonna be playing magic, most likely. I'd I'd hit yeah. up some fucking poker tables, man. Well, Don't give me your I would too, but what are we gonna spend the majority of our time playing? We're gonna be yes. doing a playing Magic the Gathering Very versus so. in the casinos or anything like that. And like I said, for me, the the other part thinking about it too. I got friends that live in Vegas. True, I so, don't. So I could probably go, hey, and stay at your place. The downside is transportation. No, they'll be here the very next weekend. Oh, <laughs> and hey, they, they might can be I flying. Stay your it's, place. it's their wedding. <laughs> hey, see, there we go. That's the yeah. thing. Balancing out. Like I'm in the wedding. I can't miss it. <laughs> but. I mean, it would be really one thing I would want to go to, but I think with everything that's going on for me in my life, not in the cards, unfortunately. Yeah, it'd be fun. It's just definitely not in the price tag. Also, I have shit going on, I'm sure. Yeah. For me, it's the shit going on. I'm sure I could talk to talk to the wife and be like, hey, this I told you I wanted to go to a big event. This is like the biggest right now. So, uh, so. To end this a little bit here, it is, I do want to bring up, I didn't write notes on this specifically, we talked about it last week, the MTG Summit that's happening in Utah in November is kind of like the next big event, and there are a lot of people that are kind of saying, I'm going to pass up on going to Vegas because price-wise, time-wise, ticket-wise, the MTG Summit's going to look a little better. So, you do have another chance at kind of a big event, because they do got, like, a stacked roster of people that are going to be there and the kind of events that are going to be going on at that time as well. That could kind of rival. The only thing that I would say from what we know so far of MTG Summit, it's not going to have the same level of swag, like exclusive cards to the upteenth degree of four copies of Arcane Signets, uh, Soul Rings, and the amount of booster packs that are going to be given out. uh, Who needs another version of Soul Ring? Everybody. Seriously, who needs another version of Soul Ring? Commander players love their Soul Ring, man. You can only have one in each deck. Yeah, but that means you got to make 32 decks. The 32 challenge, you need 32 Soul Rings. Buy them for cheap. (laughs) Okay, so moving on. Magic is turning 30s year old soon, and Ignite the Spark, the story of Magic the Gathering, is quoted from their Twitter, a documentary exploring the history and influence of the world's most popular collectible card game. This is going to be a feature-length project that has been in the works for the past two years, and it is getting close to fruition. Following their social media uh, shows that they have gotten interviews from Gavin Verhey, Mark Poole, Gerald Threat, Mark Rosewater, Beverly Marshall Sailing, and many, many more to help tell the 30-year story of Magic the Gathering. Tomorrow, or today, if you're listening to the edited version, August 16th, there will be a live stream at 11 a.m. Eastern over on twitch.tv slash covenmtg to celebrate their Kickstarter launch to help fund this project. Special special guests on the stream are going to be Reed Duke, Liz Danforth, and Steve Argyle. They will be there to help the stream give it so much hype for this uh 
As of now, we know a few of the backer rewards. There's going to be exclusive tokens and playmats with art done by Liz Danforth, Danto, Winona Nelson, and Gerald Threat. A t-shirt with brand new art done by Mark Poole. And that is it at the time of this recording. There's As soon as all the stuff comes up, we'll talk about it next week of all the cool rewards and stuff. Um, There is an extended trailer of this documentary, and I really think you guys should watch it as soon as possible it's really intense i don't know i'm a documentary fan i love watching documentaries and this one looks at least from what i can see on the uh no i i dig like this is one i would probably watch like documentaries for me are one of those like for me it's not i could just turn on a documentary and be good i have to have some form of interest in it like historical ones depending on the time period depending on the wars depending on the figure oh hell yeah i'm in what if it's just listen to this or watch this documentary about the 1800? No, no, not down for all Ken Burns documentaries. No, God, no. It has to be David Attenborough specifically that gets your 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 it, giblets going. It just it has to be one of those topics that I'm interested in. So for me, like Magic the Gathering, this would be one I would sit and watch. Um, but like for me, like I do Boy State, there was a Boy State documentary on Apple TV. And, oh shit! Yeah, so. Uh, specifically talks about Texas Boys State, which is really cool. Okay, I do like I do like this stuff. So I'm going to be listening at least to the live stream, and I do really want to support this because it looks really cool. I, again, links down below for the extended trailer. They have put in a lot of good work from what you know the trailer shows already, and I believe because I've been following them for a bit when they first started saying, "Hey, we're starting to do this kind of a project. We're getting interviews, and they've had pictures, you know, like done with Mark Rosewater, Gavin Verhey, and a bunch of other." people uh olivia gabbard thicks uh they've done uh interviews and stuff with them so it's like just spanning everything in magic yeah so i'm excited for that so speaking of things happening the 16th of august which is today tomorrow or today at edit over at fargo local gaming shop paradox cards and comics one of the magic's first 25 artists artists brian as a snotty snotty I was saying Snowdy when I was typing this up. Snowdy. Snowdy seems right, but Snod, Snod, maybe. Is making an appearance to sign cards and take commissions. In an event post made by Paradox Paradox Facebook, it states Brian will be charging $2 for signings for cards. uh, For signings for cards you bring and from selected cards that will be there as well. Alters and commissions can be arranged with Brian directly. It's scheduled to go between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m., but it's not just Tuesday the 16th you'll be there. Also, Friday the 19th from 5 to 7 p.m., set up, um, same setup as before. Here are some of the cards you might know. Mr. Snowdy 4, Thran Turbine, Hunted Wampus, and Phantom Tiger for some older pieces. But also newer pieces such as Temple of the False God, Chromatic Sphere, 8th edition Tron Lands and Liquid Metal Torque. Uh, you are in if you are in the area and want to check this out, calling Noah. I repeat, calling Noah. You totally should. Yeah, he's definitely he's got more older cards than anything. Um, yeah. For those who are kind of trying to figure out, I know I had to look up quite a few, but like his newest one is the Evolving Wilds out of um, AFR. 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 Yep. So. 
His Vindicate's the old version. Liquid Metal uh, Liquid Metal Torque is kind of the other new one. The Urza's Lands, which are the newest one, are still orig- uh, the same the original art from 7th yep. and 8th edition. So yep. it's not like he put new art in. So. But, Matt, have you ever wanted to play a Magic the Gathering mobile game that is super quick while at work, clocked in, and taking an extended ticker, sticker, stinker time? That's a bathroom joke. In the executive private bathroom before, say it, <laughs> executive Mr. <laughs> Fuck off. Come on. You got it? Start, start, start <sighs> again. You got this. I worked hard for this, Garrett. Do it for me. For the love of me. You know you want to. I fucking put time into this. It's fucking great. Before said ex- executive Mr. Battenton. Comes in after his morning Pilates route with his thick with two C's office secretary, Carol. Well, boy, howdy, do I got some news for you, dear listener. That is, this is, this is the exact situation that's going on. Last week, Wizards had a worldwide release of their new fast-paced mobile, Spell Slingers. This game is a bit more like cartoon art style side and has mechanics of reminiscent of hearthstone you can select between 16 planeswalkers with different abilities that affect your game you can download this on the ios store or android plus on steam i fucking hate you some days (laughs) because it always ends up being me because you go along with it a lot easier than him (laughs) he'll just say no nine times out of ten I have better chances with you. Give give me your koozie back. Hold on now. Hold on now. Let me finish my drink first. (laughs) (laughs) But um, no, if anybody got Spell Slingers, I downloaded it. I have not yet. It's kind of fun. I'm enjoying it. I made a clan for this week in MTG. I'll get the link and stuff posted in our Discord. So if you're interested to join the This Week in MTG uh, Spell Slingers uh, group, Go over to our Discord. Join our Discord, which we have links down in the uh, description. Uh, link tree into Discord. Link tree into all of our links. Uh, where you can find us anywhere on the internet and shit like that. So, yeah, Spell Slingers. I've been enjoying it. It's pretty fun. I've been playing Phase 10 on my phone. Phase Town? Phase 10. Phase 10. Like the card game. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I want to play Gwent again after playing this. Yeah. I do enjoy Gwent. Hey. So that last little bit of news we got there, Danny? From Wizards Presents this <laughs> week, this is just for your final reminder before the big event of the first ever Wizards Presents this Thursday, the 18th at 9 a.m. Pacific time. There will be information on the future of Magic and D&D with some dominary previews going down afterwards. Either of you guys are going to be watching this? Probably at work. Uh, I have to double check what I got going on Thursday for trainings, but I might be able to snip in and out, and it also depends... It's a uh, eleven central, and it would be noon Eastern time. Here's the thing, though. the The school district I'm in now, their firewalls are different. Oh yeah, dude, I can't even get on the goldfish. Are you saying that you can't even like go on your phone? Dude, I'm in a freaking concrete building. He has no service. Oh yeah, womp womp. So if I'm not if I'm not at school, I'll watch. If I'm at school, I'll just have to listen up or catch live tweets. I, oh shit! I think I'll be driving at this time, so I might be able to do like road updates. Maybe I'll do like a uh, uh, 
Please uh, don't. I'm, Just I'm drive. Safe. No, you have I'm a lot of weight behind you, sir. My, my, no, I'm not working. I'm going on vacation. My wife will be driving for the first half. You're letting oh, her that's drive. Right. You guys are going to that trip. Yeah, you are letting right. her drive. No, she wants to drive. So Typically, you're letting she drives. You're, she drives you're down, letting her drive. She drives down to the cities, and then as soon as like before we get into the cities, or just as we're getting into the cities, that's when we swap. Uh, and then I drive the rest of the way. You're letting her drive. It's her car. So? And on top of that, I can do this uh, thing in the Discord. And I enjoy it. Wow. There's nothing wild about it. Shelby, honestly, when she was pregnant, wanted to drive herself fucking everywhere. So. Brittany didn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> hey. And she also doesn't drive when I'm in the car. So. It's easier on my sanity to let my wife drive because then I don't hear the God, what the fuck are you doing? Oh my God. I feel bad sometimes because okay, she's I, think upstairs. She, I think she's not around. She does get a little uh, antsy with driving. Idea. Though, to be fair, she does the same to me. Like if I'm I'm an, I'm an aggressive driver. Maddie's talking shit all your driving. Hold on now. I'm an aggressive driver, and she gets pissed at me for being aggressively driving because she's like, you are getting way too close on the rest. One thing that pisses me off the most is slow people in the left lane. And so, mm-hmm. dude, I, I get you there. I am uh, I am like 100% dialed in when it comes to doing this shit where I'm like on there, not, not too far, on, not too close on their butt, but on their butt enough to where it's like, okay, guy, you can understand that <laughs> you should not be over in this fucking lane. On the interstate, I drive on people's asses just to move them. Yeah, I, I move people, and it fucking works. And so it's like worst case scenario, they start slowing down, and then you go, whoop, you fucking pass them by because you're prepared for this shit. You got the mindset of like, okay, you're deciding to fucking play this game. I am not okay with this. I got other shit to do. So be gone, heathen. That's what I do. So, but uh, yeah, Maddie gives me so much shit. She's like, oh my god, you're riding their ass. I'm like, I know what I'm doing, woman. And then I get smacked. But yes. Uh, what are we talking about? Fucking oh, wait, Wizards presents. We're on. Thursday. We're on the contra currency now. Oh, we're moving to the contra currency. Yep. Dope. There it is. <laughs> okay, conjured currency. Over to the contra currency section. We're gonna read an amazing article off of MTGStocks.com, who comes out with the weekly's winners article that goes over three to five cards that are moving up in price and three to five cards that are moving down in price. The weekly winner's article drops on Friday. We record on Monday. So if there's any price differences between then and now, we will let you know. So let's jump into it. Starting off this week's weekly winners, we have Frexian Tribute. For Black 2, you get an enchantment that reads, as an additional cost to cast Frexian Tribute, sacrifice two creatures, destroy target artifact. This is a sorcery printed in Mirage, it is part of the reserve list and it hasn't had any printings clearly since then. Friday jumped up 559% and was at $19.75. Today, Monday, the market price of this card is $8.93, average price $19.34, European average $3.88. Why the high spike for this, where the average price people are wanting to sell this at a higher rate than what people are actually buying? Well, currently it can be it can be chalked up primarily to a reserve list buyout primarily since it is on the reserve list, but some people were looking at this card since coming into Dominaria United 
thing that mentions Frexians, and since Frexians are kind of coming back, they're just like thematically kind of like going hand in hand. In this shape. one also has a lot to do with a, a leak potential leaked card which we won't talk about so yes uh if you want to know the leak links down below you know what to do next up in the weekly winners we have indomitable creativity which is red 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 x sorcery reads destroy x target artifacts and or creatures for each permanent destroyed this way its controller reveals cards from the top of their library till they reveal an artifact or creature card is revealed and exiles that card those players put those exiled cards onto the battlefield then shuffles their libraries friday jumped up 98 percent and was at 1798 today monday you got a market price of 1457 average price of 1699 foils are going for 1727 european average of 9 euros and 9 cents this has a pre-release stamped card as well so it's the little date in the co- in, in the corner and it's foiled average price of that is 2705 indomitable indomitable creativity moving up in price for two formats primarily Pioneer as one, the Pioneer Indomitable Creativity decks are doing work, but primarily you're seeing it in Modern. Uh, the past couple weeks on some challenge results, it's been putting up top eight results. And it is, you know, it, what Indomitable, Indomitable Creativity does, it gets you into your Archon of Cruelty, it gets you into your big bigs, and having red decks that work with. Uh, Fable the Mirror Breaker, Prismari Command just kind of like fits with this. You target your own thing. You do uh, oh, oh, oh KCB in the in the fucking Discord just posted. Was it an Indomitable Creativity deck or was it just a glimpse of the uh, glimpse of Tomorrow deck? I, I think, think it was just glimpse. It was I a glimpse. didn't get a good look at it yet. Okay, so I think those two decks are pretty close. One has glimpse of Tomorrow. One the other one has Indomitable Creativity, but it uses uh, Spire of Industries, not Spire of Industries. The fucking one that makes the goblins, Spire the Forge, from New Phyrexia. Oh, yeah. Beyond the game reveal, you make a 1-1 token so that we have a a target to be able to sack to to get into some big bigs and stuff like that. So uh, primarily in uh, modern, it's doing well in results, so people are looking at it. Being a mythic uh, mythic rare that was printed in Kaladesh only, it hasn't seen a reprint, and it's kind of hard to just kind of like shoehorn this into another set. And as uh, some other financially savvy people were saying, is that this is kind of a hard card for them to like reprint re- currently, like in the near future, because it's like since it spiked up so hard because of these results, we're not going to necessarily see a reprint of this potentially for another year or something. Speculation. Yeah. So, Indomitable Creativity, check your bulk because this card. As of last year, it was like a it wasn't. Buck. It wasn't bulk, dude. It's been sitting at five bucks plus. As of last year, since it was uh, a thing. Oh, 20, yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, and yeah, because that's when I started building. When I built my indomitable uh, creativity turns deck. Okay, indomitable creativity started moving up in twenty twenty. So it was like two bucks, two fifty. In 2020, and just like round a buck fifty, two dollars there, foils kept moving up. Just after Strixhaven, it started to climb up. AFR, it moved to come on, there we go, moved up to five bucks, and now we got where we are today. Yeah, buddy, indomitable creativity, folks. I think I have extras to this too, which is nice. Fucking flip them. Next up, we have Hopeful Initiate. For a single white, you get a 1-2 human warlock with training that reads, 
Whenever this creature attacks with another creature with greater power, put a plus one plus one counter on this creature. It has two and a white. Remove two plus one plus one counters from among creatures you control. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. It jumped up 49% on Friday and was at $6.18. Today, Monday, you got him for $6.60 market price, average of $6.17. Foils going for $11.98 has a European average of a Euro 41. This was only printed in Innistrad Crimson Val, but it had a couple different printings among them. One being the double featured, which is also moving up in price, has an average price of $9.50. You have uh, a the extended art as well, which is an average price of six ninety seven. dollars The pre-release card, which has a foil price of 30 bucks, And yeah. So this is move up in price. You got standard decks, uh, standard and pioneer human decks that are using this because it reads whenever two, you remove two plus one plus one counters from among creatures you control. So it just doesn't have to be Hopeful initiate. It could be whatever has plus one plus one counters on, like between that and another creature, two from a creature, and it blows up artifacts and enchantments, which currently in both Pioneer and in Modern are kind of valuable targets right now, where they're just kind of like hard to interact with. And you have a creature at such a low cost, at such an easy way, like you don't even have to attack with this thing. Again, like anything that just like comes in with plus one plus one counters on it, you just remove and you blow up an artifact and enchantment. And that's kind of what's causing the price of this moving up as well they have a deck list of the pioneers human human deck that you can like look at and see but yeah there you go all right jumping into some of these cheap pickups for you we've got first and foremost the mtg stocks premium penny stocks feature identifying another card that is bottomed out at some point and starting to make a consistent upward trend and this week it is bleed of the blood chief sitting at four dollars and 74 cents and moving up and this is a, an equipment card out of original Zendikar. Whenever a creature is put onto the graveyard from the battlefield, put a plus one, plus one on to the equipped creature. If it was a vampire, put two plus ones, plus ones instead. And it is in a one equip cost. So for those of you friends who started playing around the time I did, check your stuff. I have been clapped by this card when I first started playing. A buddy of mine really loved vampires, had a vampire deck, and this thing got ridiculously out of hand. It Being can. One mana to drop, one mana to equip, and in a vampire deck, it's like... Well, and then you think about it, too, a lot of artifact or vampire decks end up being aristocrat-style decks, too, like, depending on the format you're in. Yeah, you're just sacking all oh. this stuff. I mean, honestly, thinking about it, if you're just like in a uh, in, in a Jun non-vampire sacrifice stack, like how interested are you in like just putting plus one plus one counters on a creature? This could pair very well with hopeful initiates yeah. because it's just like put the counters on whatever you want, remove them, fucking blow up an artifact and an enchantment and shit. All right, it could be fetched by Urza Saga too, as it could be. All right, next up we've got Jace Vern's Prodigy. It's an, at eleven dollars and four cents. Slowly trending down, and this is the Magic Origins version for you. Remember, this is the the legendary creature card of Jace before he was Jace, and then it flips into Jace. And it's got a uh, San Diego's printing, a From the Vaults printing, and then a pre-release printing as well. I just wanted to look at the uh, San Diego printing, see if that's moving down in price. I don't know. It's kind of chilling around the same. It's that, moved down 10 bucks. That one's going to be a little, you won't see as much of a moving on that one, but. But it looks so good. Yeah, those shadow ones are really nice. 
They are so nice. Yep. All right, and last up on the cheap pickups, we've got the Zendikar Rising um, Expedition version of Razor Verge Thicket, sitting at $6, and it's trending down. So if you're looking to pick up some Razor Verge Thickets and you want the pretty ones, yeah, maybe be patient for just a little bit because they are moving down, whereas some of the other ones, like Black Cleave Cliffs, is still sitting at about... 19 bucks roughly on average price market price 17 bucks roughly so there you go and you know what if you're looking to find some cards on the cheap and you want to know when they're going to get cheaper or you're looking to figure out when you're going to sell your indomitable creativities like myself well you know what we've got our eyes on a valuable resource for you and that is tcg sniper where if you go on over to their website and mention the fact that this week an mtg guy sent you They'll give you three months of their plus membership package for free, and that'll allow you to put 50 products on a watch list. So I said products, so that means sealed and singles as well. But if you get their regular one, it's just five products on there, and you get notifications when they're moving up to the desired price or they're moving down to that desired price you're looking to pick them up at. So go on and check them out. And I know we've got, like Matt and I have fun stories about that, so... I'm excited for some more stuff. I put I put a bunch more on there right now, and I'm excited to see some other things. Uh, Force of Negation, fun fact, moving down since it got reprinted. Yeah. It's at like 45 bucks currently. You got Sensei's Divining Top, which is down to yeah. 25 or is it like between 25 and 30 Vidalcan Orrery, same trajectory moving downwards. And these are all cars that are kind of like on my watch list. So they're kind of getting put on there. And then just... As, as Big G mentioned, you could put product on here. So I got Double Masters 2022 put on to get notified when it drops below 300. So, you know, reach for the stars on that one. If it drops below 300, who boy, you bet I'm going to be using fucking TCG Sniper to fucking snipe that deal out. So another bit of exciting news. Ooh. So I posted our, our new koozies. Yep, yep. On, on the This Week in MTG story for Instagram. Okay. Cue the librarian just responded and said need. Oh, shit. So for those of you who are kind of trying to figure out who the hell we're talking about, um, if you've gotten a chance to listen to mine and Matt's trip down to Rochester and talking with Kelly down there at Magic Kids, this was the one of the big people that they worked with when they went to the big National Librarian Convention. In Washington, D.C. Yep, and she has a big podcast following down in Texas. Like, again, I don't know. Uh I mean, maybe show them up close as we can and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't do justice. You'll, we'll have to get a picture. Do better pictures. Oh, man. If look only, on, if look, only, look if, on our socials. If only I had posted something on our Discord and our socials. Oh, you posted on the Discord too? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I tagged you guys because I'm like, well, Join not, the fucking Discord, y'all. Now that Follow the, our socials. Now that these guys finally have theirs, I can share, show you what I've been working on some, <laughs> with some people. So. And the, the other cool thing I guess I like about this a lot is that it's fucking local. I know one thing I wanted to do with merch was like hit up some local stuff like Fargo specific. And Fun fact, we should talk to the guys over at Art Riot. We will do that. All right, cool. Do well, we have a thought cast for tonight or let's see. We're at uh No. No, I think that the We're about an hour and a half for an episode right now. Shit, we didn't prepare for this, guys. Okay, uh, let's go. Real quick, you get no more than one minute to talk, and you can't interrupt anyone else while they're talking. Okay? Okay. All right. What is a commander deck 
So an archetype that you are most interested in wanting to build, but are hesitant because it goes against your normal play style. And so if you've got a specific commander in mind, awesome. But if you mainly just maybe have like an archetype in mind, go with that. Okay, so my first thought is I have a deck that kind of falls into that category already. It is a Nea group hug, just like almost one. It's like 99.99% group hug. There's my, my win condition is just beating with big fat fatties because you get like cheap drops of like uh, big bigs, like uh, hand war battlements, not hand war battlements, hand war, uh, hand war heavyweights or whatever. It's a four mana, eight, eight, uh, hunted wampus is a three mana, six, six or something like that. So you get like big creatures and the only like win condition I got win condition is Titanic ultimatum. It's a Naya group hug. I have, I recently changed it to having Jared Catholion from commander legends as the commander, uh, typically, I like to be more of in control, doing combo-y, uh, sy- strong synergy kind of things. Yes, there's there's control as well. I like to do that. So, like, kind of making sure everybody gets everything they want with, like, Veteran Explorer, uh, old, old Growth Dryad, uh, Mana Flares and stuff, just to, like, really adrenalize every other deck. Kind of goes out of my boundaries. But one that is for sure is uh like i don't know like green white tokens just like that that thing alone i've never made a green white well i got nea and stuff but just like a green white specifically deck i had i had a cigarda kind of like uh i don't know teed up to to make a deck with of sorts but danny He's looking up his cards right now. All right. So for me, then, um, I think the deck that I'm excitedly hesitant about doing is honestly the mono red deck. Like just a mono red. Like it, it's of, to me, like I'm, I'm similar to you, but then I'm similar to Danny as far as like my play style. Like I like to be quick and aggressive, but then I also like to kind of be, puppet master from the background a little bit and kind of let people play into what I have in my hand and be secretive about it or just fucking take control of your shit. Yep. Yep. Where for me, like mono red is very much a just go burr. Like there there's, yes, there are things that mono red can do that are tricky and fun and cheeky. But at the end of the day, a lot of it's just, it's either a lot of little creatures or it's a lot of burn. So it's it's one that I'm excited to see how I can change it to be closer to what I like to do, but at the same time not stray away from what red does. So so the the uh the mono blue mono blue mono red deck that you're making kind of falls into this category of like you're you're like being burned and stuff. So how is how does well, that like I think I think with that one it was a little bit different. Because it was it was going against the color pie to do what the opposing color of it does. So it made it a little bit more intriguing, a little bit more interesting. But then like when I messaged you guys about it when I was first built, doing the rough draft build of it, which I probably won't change it up at all ever. 
just because it's kind of hard to do that. A lot of the cards are older. Yeah, you're not going to find... I, I doubt they're going to be putting like more versions of a prodigal sorcerer yeah. into standard and stuff like that. So. But I had messaged you guys going, guys, I'm running out of cards. Like, can, can the blue deck that's doing red deck things still do blue deck things like drawing cards, things like that? Um, I didn't put any counter spells in, but I put a lot of like cantrip type stuff in there. Yeah, I think my response to that was like, in my mono red mono blue deck that's kind of going for counters i still yeah. got like the impulse draw that kind of does yeah. what red does and uh i think uh, i i got comet storm and stuff in there so yeah. it's still like you get a little bit of red so it's yeah. like yeah but i don't know that so like a mono red deck i'm trying to like honestly i'm probably going to do the triples damage commander uh jessica the the, the, the dwarf out of uh throne Torbrand? Oh, yeah, yeah. Torbrand. There we go. There we go. There. Honestly, I'll probably do that. It's a pretty quick, easy build that I can do on a budget. So, and it's gonna slap hard. And it's gonna be a budget, and it's gonna be fun. I'm also that one. I'm also gonna do a little bit of. Uh, there was a running joke in my college group that one of my buddies Joey made his first commander deck, and it was just, we had Ben play it, and he goes, and he's just sitting laughing because it's mono red, and he just sits and laughs, and he goes. <laughs> there's a better version of this card. <laughs> so I'm going to try to bring some of that humor back with it a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it, it might win. It probably won't because I am going to do some of that. There's a fucking better card at instant speed that does this exact thing. Yep. That's when you know you're playing good, wholesome commander. But yeah. All right, Danny. What you got? I think we bought you enough time. We should have, yes. What's the question again? What What is a commander archetype that you are excited to play but goes against your usual play style? That's the thing. I'm not excited to play anything that's not my play style. But the, I guess the closest thing would be to that would be a deck that I have made on Moxfield. Oh, but you haven't pieced it together. I haven't. I haven't actually printed it or pieced it together. Um, it would be my. Uh, is it Spellslinger Commander deck? Oh, oh we've about this I'm excited about yep. this one. You yep. need to hustle up and get that one ready. Yeah, I just need to print it off. Well, I I think I've got five cards. I need to scrounge through and find for the mono blue doing red things. Deck. And, and that's the thing. This deck is pretty cheap. It's only $244. And I'm sure between like Matt and myself and you. I'm, I'm sure have I have most, most of it or Easily. a lot of it. But yeah, it's with uh, Varen, Voice of Duality as my commander. Just oh, yep, yep. The Magecraft from Strixhaven. Yep. Elf, yeah, the Efret Wizard. So yeah, it's just more of doing blue shenanigans while still playing red. All right. Even though I hate counters, I'm running counters. Come to the dark side, Danny. But my counters are only countering shit that countering my shit. You say that, and then all of a sudden you counter an Avacyn, Angel of Hope. That's fine. <laughs> well, there's your thought cast. A little uh, behind the curtains of all of our, uh, you know, choices of decks that were not uh, very well versed in playing, but are excited to build. Well, 
with that, Magic Folk, we've made it to the end of yet another episode of This Week in MTG, episode 150. Holy shit. It is 150. I don't think I said that at the top of the episode. So Thank you. You did, did not. I did I not. You did. Huh. Well, we'll listen to it in post. Thank you so much for making it to the end of the episode. It means a lot to us that you took your time. If you did, please, you know, give us a, a follow, a subscription, a con- get get in contact with us, follow the links down the doobly-doo, join the Discord, and stuff like that. Big thank you to our patrons who uh, contribute to this podcast, to, to who believe that this is worth supporting in their ways that they, you know, monetarily and stuff. Big thank you. Also, big thank you to J-Dub Sports Cards and Gaming for sponsoring this podcast. Go check them out. They got all your magic-related needs and stuff. Now, do you guys got anything else you want to add to the end of this podcast here? Nope. You know, I got nothing. And with that, magic folk, we will catch you next time. See ya. Bye. Congratulations! You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! Get good, scrub. Woo!